Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So is Indianapolis functioning or is it failing? I mean, in the end, where is this city? Where is the capital of Indiana? And is there a difference between the perception and the reality? If we take a look at perception, it's a violent place. If we take a look at perception, storefronts are empty. If we take a look at perception, no one goes downtown anymore. People are still building. People are still coming. Businesses are still here. I argue not enough. I argue the empty spaces that came from COVID and, of course, the riots. Not enough has been done to fill them up. Now, you can tell me there's nothing really you can do about Circle Center Mall. You just got to have a rethink of that place. I won't disagree, but there is something you can do about the smaller spaces. That not, and that, that something wasn't done. No investment of any rational kind, whether you're talking about dollars or whether you're just talking about caring, was put into bringing more downtown and building back. Not better, please. That's Biden nonsense. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? Oh, forget Facebook. I often, I often say on Facebook. And it's like, oh, that's over. TonyKatz.Locals.com. That's where it's at. That's where the future's going, kids. TonyKatz.Locals.com. The city is in a bad way. But yet the city has been able to attract Lanco. Indiana has attracted. We, we, we've seen in investment come in. There's still construction going on. I am a guy who is hopeful for the future. I want the better future for Indianapolis and for Indiana as a whole. So even when I discuss these issues, I am all about the forward look. I am all about what is possible, what can come, what should come. But I, I, I trade that very, very clearly with what the problem is, where the issues are. And if you think this city county council deserves a raise to the tune of triple, you're nuts. It's not that we disagree. It's that I don't believe you have a philosophy that could even back it up. You don't have a philosophy that gets you to this place. An 18 to 5 vote pushing annual base pay for the part-time counselors from 11400 a year to $31,075 a year. Now, this doesn't go into effect until 2024. It's after the next election. The argument made, it was an argument made by the editorial board of the Indianapolis Business Journal where they invoked my name and I responded with a letter to the editor, which they did indeed print in full. Greatly appreciate that. You need to, you, you get the government you pay for, so you pay more, you'll find better people. Does anybody believe that to be true? In the private sector, we have discuss the idea that that's true but we haven't necessarily seen that true when we take a look at hiring over the last year so many people not going back to work so much competition for the hiring people are paying more are they really getting better people 
And how in the world do you expect to get better people when you start with this idea of, quote-unquote, a living wage and $15 an hour? If that's, if that's the new minimum, $15 an hour, how does anybody earn up to anything and therefore build their skills and get better at what they do? Does anybody think we're going to get a better crop of people because we're now paying $31,000 instead of 11400 Look at the people who took the job for 11400 so they could be called counselor. Now they're going to get 31000 they're still going to be called counselor. We really going to see swings? Are you telling me there are districts out there that won't vote for a guy like Zach Adamson now because finally they'll get some real candidates to run against them? Of course not. What a nonsense position. So now we don't get a city county council that works on the growth of the city. We get a reactionary ideological city county council that only gives a damn about union jobs and sloganeers on the streets of Indianapolis. But we paid triple for it. Oh, and yes, agreed. I don't live in Marion County, but of course I'm paying for it. Anytime I go downtown, I'm paying for it. Or anytime I don't go downtown because who wants to be around that nonsense, I'm paying for it because I've lost an area that I can go enjoy. And I don't think I'm just speaking for me in that case. I think I'm speaking for a lot of people when they say, oh, yeah, I don't go downtown anymore. Is downtown or Indianapolis functioning or failing when the story comes out at the IBJ? That the city wants to make equity a focus of their cultural plan. Equity. You have a guy by the name of Lorenzo Gipple, or is it Gipple? G-I-P-L-E. He's the uh, deputy director for the Department of Metropolitan Development for Preservation, Planning, and Urban Design. I, I don't know his history. I don't know his background. And he says, uh, we've been doing some pretty dope things the last few years, right? Let's get behind this and actually be able to push this news out. We are more than just the amateur sports capital of the world. Well, I absolutely agree with that, and I want to get the word out. I've been trying to get the word out, and I shouldn't say trying. I have been getting the word out for years. Who has been more proactive about the arts and about opportunities than this show and yours truly? But what in the world is this about equity? Why is this in the conversation? Why? Because it's the buzzword of the day. And if you're not part of the woke, well, then you're part of the problem. Oh, my gosh. Every company's got to have a diversity plan. Every city's got to have a diversity plan. Here's the diversity plan. Don't be a jerk face. Plan ended. Let's go have lunch. Don't be a lowlife. And these diversity plans and these equity people, well, they've pretty much shown themselves to go pretty dang low. I mean, that's just the way it is. Equity plans are about a redistribution of wealth. Not about how you utilize arts to grow a city and get people involved. If you're telling me that the city is going to put dollars towards Art investment, whether it's sculpture, whether it's 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 street paintings or you know or th- things like that, I, I I don't actually have an issue with that. I may disagree about the amount of money, or agree, or I may want more, I may want less. Right, those things can happen. But the idea that a city would invest in these things, I get that. I I absolutely positively get that. And the arts matter. The the idea that the 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 only arts that matter are. Um, specific 
that you have to give out uh, dollars and opportunity based on color as opposed to based on what would work here. All right, go do this. Then when you tell me about an equity plan, these are the things that everybody focuses on. Don't tell me I don't quite understand it. No, no, no. I don't think you quite understand it. Let me be even more clear. Don't tell me that you've got an understanding I don't because I'm willing to play the game that you don't get it. I'm the guy who's clear on this subject. You pushing this diversity equity nonsense, you don't get it. You don't understand how big it is and how hateful it is. You're modeling yourself after New Haven, Connecticut that has a cultural plan explicitly conceived around equity. What does that even mean? Art is art. Um, uh, it's um, Dancing Anne. You've seen Dancing Anne, right? It is the, the uh, what, what would you even call it? It's not a billboard, it's a sculpture. A light sculpture. It's a, is it that what they call it, a light sculpture? That's what I'm calling it. All right, uh, we'll go with that. And it's got this, what would be a female figure. By the way, I don't know if Anne's a man or a woman these days. I don't, I don't know how we put that. And, uh, and, and it's dancing. And Anne's dancing. It's super cool. And it's, what's, if I know the story right, like it was never supposed to be a permanent exhibit. We just raised money or they put money into refurbishing the thing. It was, it was brought out for I forget the event. And they just installed it and people love it. It's a landmark now. Kind of. Uh, they got twelve hundred dollars, twelve hundred donors from thirty-two states to um, to uh, to uh, fix uh, the the uh, and dance. It's called and and dancing. It's from Julian Opie. Uh, so they're going to engage new technology for it. It wasn't the plan to 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 have this thing long term. It's awesome. Now I ask you, is it equitable? It's just this goofy, strange bit of weirdness where you're like, that's fun. Now, it's faceless, and I have issues with those kinds of things because I think faceless art very much gets into concepts of nihilism, and I, 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 I greatly oppose it. But one of the things we do in Indianapolis are the, uh, are the murals. The mural of Vonnegut. The mural of Reggie Miller. They're great. On this building side's Fantastic. Now I'm asking, equitable? I reject the idea that you're basing art on something that you couldn't define. And any definition you give will eventually lead to bigotry because what else could it possibly lead to? And these are things that I just don't want to get involved with. I don't want this for the city. That's why I ask, is it functioning or is it failing? Uh, but I, I'm overjoyed that there's a conversation about the arts. So the story from the IBJ talks about the Arts Council of Indianapolis reworking their evaluation criteria for grants for program in 2019. And its decision hinged on a central choice. Either add racial diversity, equity, inclusion, and access as a distinct category for grant making or integrate such practices into its trio of existing categories. Therefore, what you're saying is we're only an equitable city, a good city, if we're giving a certain percentage of dollars of grants to people who are black. As opposed to art that would be great for the city, basing it on the art. 
You're not basing it on the merits. You're not basing it on the value to the city. You're not basing it on whether or not it's just kick ass. You're basing it on, hmm, I like that art, but that guy's just a wee bit too white. Nope. That's why it's bigotry. And that's the last thing in the world you want with art. You want people to be able to tell their stories even if you don't like the stories. I, I uh, discussed that when the uh, a repertory theater, they had, um, they had their uh, the, the, the wood up, the plywood up to protect the building during the riots. And then people painted on the buildings. And, and, and what did they paint? Police officers running people over. That's what they thought of cops. Never did I say that an artist can't draw that. I never, ever, ever, ever said such a thing. The artists can make what it is that they choose to make. But if you want to buy into the idea that cops are just killers and running people over, I choose not to support you. Thus, I do not support the Indiana Repertory Theater. And by the way, it's a beautiful building. Oh my gosh, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful building. I've been there for an event. It's gorgeous. And it, it saddens me to no end. But if you're asking me to donate, the answer is no. If you're asking me to attend your season, even though I think you're doing some 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 good things, things that I would I would actually want to go see. Sorry, you can't you can't lie to people like that and get my love. The artist can make what they choose, and I don't mind artists that challenge, and I don't mind artists that raise questions, and I don't mind artists that engage or enrage. I mind the idea that the city believes that they are good and decent by literally saying, well, are we going to uh, uh, engage this theory to make sure more black and brown people uh, uh, get our money, or are we going to do it this way? As opposed to the art, because I never asked whether the designer of Ann Dancing was black or white. I never asked. It never, ever dawned on me. I, I, have, I have a question. Did it matter if Robert Indiana was gay or straight? By the way, I don't know. I never asked. What matters is his art and the love piece, which is also a stamp, which has been done in Hebrew. What, 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 what else matters to me? And what do I think? I think it's just fun. I don't, I don't think it's the greatest thing in the world, but it sure as bloody heck has become a level of iconic. By the way, Robert Indiana passed away uh, four years ago. Is our city functioning or is it, or is it failing? And the answer is two things at the same time.
But if we aren't focused on what makes a great city and get rid of the idea of what makes a woke city, when we have a great city, all things will work. You got to spend less time on this wokeness and more time trusting, more time believing in people, and more time just not being jerks. But if the city is going to move forward on the arts, count me in. The question, of course, is going to be how. I'm Tony Katz.